0: Well, welcome to another uh, edition of The Bottom Line Show, another Everyone Wednesday edition of The Bottom Line. I'm Roger Marsh, your tour guide, as we uh, wander through some of the uh, bits and pieces of what's happening in the culture and try to make sense of it all. I was uh, having a conversation with an author who's going to be joining us here in the next couple of weeks here on the program, and she was marveling at the fact that the program is called The Bottom Line. She said, I get it. Right off the bat, I get it. We cut through the cultural clutter. And the chaos and the confusion and get down to what are the what we used to say back in the old days what are the brass tacks of a situation what is really happening in uh, in the culture as we know it and i'm grateful every weekday afternoon we get a chance to have these conversations people can uh, go online to thebottomlineshow.com and you can find out you know where we are doing what we're doing and how we're doing it by the way since today's an everyone wednesday We do have an author interview coming up with a book that we'll be uh, discussing later in the hour and uh, give you a chance to win. But everybody gets a chance to win. Coming up next Friday, March the 17th, there is an event here Southern California based at the uh, Crosspoint Church in Temecula. And it's their uh, singles event for St. Patrick's Day. It's the St. Patty's Comedy Night, March 17th, 7 p.m., Featuring three very talented comedians, uh, Mike Cano, Justin Rivera, and John Hill. And it's going to be a blast. As a matter of fact, tickets are on sale through the 14th at a special. It's $40 at the door, but it's $25 in advance. And we have not one, not two, but three, but four pair of tickets for this comedy event to give away. And we're giving them away today. 800 227 5278. 800 227 5278. 800-227-5278 800-227-5278 is the number to get you through to the bottom line. Now, this is sponsored by the Adult Singles Ministry Murrieta at Cross Point Church in Temecula. So <clears throat> if you're single, it's a great opportunity for you to get together and mingle. If you're not single and you want to go, please know that you're going to be going as a married couple that are gonna be around a bunch of other single people. I'm not saying you shouldn't call in for the tickets if you're married, but if you do have a single friend who you'd love to bless with a a fun time, um, let your conscience be your guide. 800-227-5278, 800-227-5278, 800-227-5278, the number to get you through to the bottom line, we have four pair of tickets for the St. Patrick's Day Comedy Night sponsored by the Adult Singles Ministry, Marietta at Cross Point Church in Temecula. 800-227-5278 is the number to get you through to the bottom line. Now, statistically, it's interesting to see how many people coming up on, you know, we just had Valentine's Day and coming up on these holidays and the family season of, you know, Easter and getting into summer vacations. We look at what the family dynamics are of, the United States and how many people are growing up in traditional families and how many people are growing up in single parent families and how many people are even just thinking about getting married in the first place. I came across an interesting statistic a couple of days ago that 40% of American women are now single. And I thought, boy, that's really interesting until it also occurred to me following up in the same study that 60% of American men fall in that same category. I don't know how accurate those numbers are or where they were actually testing this out, but suffice it to say the idea of getting married, having kids, you know, doing the whole family thing is not as commonplace as it used to be a generation or so ago. And we're starting to see the ramifications of that happening in the culture, where it actually is having a negative impact, not just here in the U.S., but all the way around the world. Remember 50 years ago, the whole zero population growth movement? The idea that uh, we had to uh, stop having kids because, well, I mean, if we do, we're going to overrun the planet. We won't have resourcing, et cetera, et cetera, blah, blah, blah. A dear friend of mine in the ministry and the broadcast world actually confided in me one day. This was probably 10, 15 years ago. That when he and his wife got married, we're about the same age, that he and his wife decided to only have one child. And the reason was they were spooked into thinking that uh, it was gonna be a hazard to society to have more than one child. Now, when I was coming up, they told us that the replacement rate, if you will, to replace the population, every woman of childbearing ability needed to have about two and a half kids. So, I mean, obviously you know what that means. We're not talking Solomon's baby here. (laughs) We're talking about, you know, the idea that if you had two women who are of childbearing age and capability, And they would, you know, one would have two, one would have three, one would have four, one would have one. You know, there would be be five children between the two of them. Today, Lisa and I are celebrating the fact that our daughter Taylor um, is part of the uh, solution to this problem here. She and her husband, Christian, um, have two children and granddaughter, Sephora, is celebrating her second birthday today. Uh, So happy birthday, Zips, from your papa, uh, who loves you a lot in California, even though you're in Keller, Texas, and I'm not bitter that you moved so far away six months ago. No, they, it was a perfect situation for them and God is blessing them immensely in that situation. But for every you know, woman who's of childbearing age right now, and I hope that doesn't sound insensitive to people who think that men can have children, but women can have children. And men who become women can't have children. So women who are born biologically female can have children. That's what we're talking about here. Um, now the population replacement rate worldwide is just around two or so. The average births per child, woman of childbearing age is like one and a half. So a good portion of the world's population is basically at risk of not being able to repopulate. Now, this is very interesting. I'm not suggesting that Christians should just have their young adults get married and have a lot of kids because we need to repopulate. But, you know, the reality is we've come a long way from Little House in the Prairie and Ma and Pa get together and have 10 kids and run a farm. I mean, that used to be more commonplace. Now it's just a reality TV show when it happens. But what about the zero population growth that we were told was going to happen? Well, obviously, we have far fewer farms than we did 50 years ago, but we can produce a lot more food. Far fewer people are dying of starvation in what we used to call third world countries than they were even a decade or 15 years ago. The number of abject poverty stricken people living on less than a dollar or $2 US per day has gone down dramatically. It's been cut like by a third within just the past 10 years. And still, we are dealing with, I guess, what you might call a depopulation bomb. So what can we make of this situation and what can be done about it? I recently came across a video by uh, f- hosted by former Australian Deputy Prime Minister John Anderson. Uh, John does a great job. I usually play his conversations with uh, Victor Davis Hanson and everybody gets all excited. I like those, too. This clip, though, focuses on the, the depopulation phenomenon in the country, and it's a conversation featuring uh, former Prime Minister... Uh, Anderson and Dr. Nicholas Eberhardt. Dr. Eberhardt is the Henry Went Chair for World Economy at the American Enterprise Institute. Does not have a religious argument to make here, just strictly looking at the numbers. But I found this conversation fascinating. We'll put the entire 10-minute clip up at thebottomlineshow.com. But let's get into a couple of highlights, if you would, Joel. Uh, let's start now. This is cut number one. John Anderson and Nicholas Eberhart talking about the depopulation bomb. Go ahead. Population decline. Sure. Can you give us a bit of a picture of what's happening
1: globally? I think the UN's still saying that global population will peak at around 11 billion. And they focus on Africa and the Middle East is still growing rapidly. But we learn on the other hand that China's population is in freefall. And there's a whole chunk of Western countries where population is starting to decline and will start to decline very rapidly uh, over the next decade much faster than they are now uh in fact i think it may have been your term we're actually looking at a depopulation bomb may or may not have been your term can you give us a bit of a feel for what's happening
2: well uh as best we can tell uh total numbers in the world are going to be increasing for a while but what we have been seeing over the last three generations, over the three post-war generations, is a relentless march all across the world to childbearing patterns uh, that will result in below-replacement fertility, which is to say, not as many kids coming up to their parents' generation as as necessary to replace that generation without immigration coming in or without some uh, some sort of co- immigration compensation.
0: You know, it's amazing to think about that happening on a level where few people could have imagined that we would be facing this issue. But if I may, there's another reason why we are facing a depopulation bomb right now, and it really has nothing to do with just the simple fact that we aren't making babies anymore, as not in the way we used to. Uh, Fascinating conversation with Dr. Nicholas Eberhardt from the American Enterprise Institute and former Australian Deputy Prime Minister John Anderson, talking about the depopulation bomb. We'll continue with this conversation in just a moment as the bottom line continues. Of course, the reason that we are facing this depopulation bomb is because fewer people are getting married and having kids, but then there's the issue of abortion. I mean, let's not forget that there are at least 65 million Americans who are not or did not ever get a chance to meet their families simply because of the scourge of abortion in the United States. I'm so grateful that our friends at Preborn are standing in the gap for families, standing in the gap for moms who need information, who are being told by the abortion industry, oh, it's just it's it's, it's like getting a migraine you know, taken care of or a, a mole removed. It's not that big a deal without realizing this is a human being we're talking about. And the ultrasound images prove it. When you make a donation, tax deductible donation to preborn today, you are saving a life. Every heartbeat, every face, every smile has a name, has value in God's economy. And every $28 donation gives that child a chance to live. Will you call preborn right now at 833 850 BABY, 833 850 2229, or go online to kbrightradio.com, click on the preborn banner. And you can make a donation to support children in the womb getting a chance to be born. Go to kbrightradio.com right now. Welcome back to The Bottom Line Show. I'm Roger Marsh. Still taking your calls at 800-227-5278, the St. Patrick's Day comedy night sponsored by the Adult Singles Ministry at Murrieta at Point Church in Temecula. Three great comedians, appetizers, beverages, the whole nine included there. You don't have to worry about, quote-unquote, Cover charges because there's no alcohol. I mean, it's just it's going to be a nice, clean comedy night. Uh, tickets are $40 a piece at the door, but we have four pairs to give away right now. 800 227 5278. 800 227 5278. 800 227 5278 is the number to get you through to the bottom line. We're listening to a fascinating conversation here this half hour uh, featuring the former uh, Deputy Prime Minister of Australia, John Anderson fantastic host, uh, interviewing Dr. Nicholas Eberhardt, who is the Henry Wendt chair for World Economy at the American Enterprise Institute. And they're talking about the depopulation bomb. And mentioned a moment ago, the fact that our friends at Preborn are working to fight for the lives of, I mean, think about this, the fact that the birth rate is now at about 1.7 births per woman. And what that means specifically is that about 75% of the world's population will be in free fall in a couple of generations. They mentioned it would start at, it's around 8 billion people right now. It'll keep going to about 11 billion and then boom, right off a cliff. And here in the U.S., we have contributed, unfortunately, to that by the fact that abortion has been so rampant and now we've kind of divided the U.S. into two countries, basically one that supports abortion up until labor and delivery and beyond, and one that wants it completely gone. Your gift to preborn makes it possible for pregnancy health centers and health clinics to provide free ultrasounds. And that's the devil's kryptonite. I mean, I'll tell you what, those preborn uh, ultrasound images, when mom sees the picture of her child for the first time, sees the little baby cruising around in there, here's the heartbeat. 85% of women who see the ultrasound at a preborn clinic choose life for their baby, either to be moms and bring that child home into their families or to. Uh, release that child for adoption. And for every one family that is blessed with a child to adopt, there are 37 more in the U.S. that are qualified and ready and waiting to welcome that child into their loving home and arms. Your donation right now to Preborn, a $15,000 donation, tax deductible one time, makes it possible to get an ultrasound machine in a preborn clinic. And that means 250 ultrasounds a year for at least 10 years. Uh, 833-850-BABY is the number to call, 833-850-2229, 833-850-2229, or go to kbrightradio.com and click on the banner for pre-born. You'll also find it at rogermarsh.com. Let's get back to this conversation now. Former Australian Deputy Prime Minister John Anderson talking with Dr. Nicholas Eberhardt about the depopulation bomb. Joel, let's do cut number two.
2: Across the world as a whole today something like three quarters of the of our planet's population lives in countries with below replacement fertility. Now we're used to thinking of rich countries as having below replacement fertility and virtually almost all of them do and almost all of them have for a while. But Since you know that the rich countries only account for a very small share of the world's population, you couldn't get to three quarters of the world being below replacement unless mostly this is occurring in low income countries, in so called third world countries. And if you spin the globe, you see that all of East Asia is below replacement at this point, Um, most of Southeast Asia. Um, In South Asia, India is a below-replacement population now. Bangladesh is below-replacement. Nepal is below-replacement at this point. An awful lot of countries in the Middle East, in the Umar, are below-replacement. Turkey, Iran, Morocco, uh, places you wouldn't necessarily expect. And then, of course, when you come to the New World, um, Mexico Brazil uh, and a number of other Latin American countries are also below replacement societies as well as practically all of the Caribbean. So this is the wave of the future and this has been a relentless trend. There doesn't seem to be any uh, uh, end in sight, demographers don't have any good theory for how low things go. Um, what demographers do is they look in the rearview mirror and they say, "Oh, we know it can go this low now. We know that, for example, last year we know that in South Korea uh, the population of South Korea uh, could end up with a, on a tempo of just 0.8 births per woman per lifetime, when you need almost three times that level for a society just to have stable population."
0: Isn't that amazing? Even in a place like South Korea, zero point eight births per woman of childbearing capability in her lifetime, and the number is still around two and a half. I mean, typically, um, and and. It's remarkable to think that in places like China, of course, abortion has been the order of the day. The one child policy was reversed a few years ago. I think there are two children now, but they're just in, I mean, the the population has gotten so big and so male heavy in terms of the number of guys that, again, I mean, we need pre-born clinics in Beijing, quite frankly, we certainly do. I mean, the idea that abortion is a big driver behind this. I mean. attitudes, lifestyles, physical challenges, we understand. It'd be interesting to see after the pandemic now has finally kind of died down to endemic stage and three years, well, two years actually of uh, vaccinations and things like that, what that does to fertility rates, how it impacts young men and young women who want to become parents, but all of a sudden they find out that there've been some changes to their body to try to stop a virus that may or may not have proven fatal for them in their uh, younger years. And now all of a sudden it impacts whether or not they have a family. Let's get back into cut number three now, more of the conversation featuring uh, Dr. Nicholas Eberhardt and uh, former uh, Australian Prime Minister, Deputy Prime Minister, John Anderson, talking about the depopulation bomb. Joel, we'll cut number three, if you would.
1: This, of course, uh, is something we're only just beginning to come to grips with, and it is going to profoundly reshape the world in a whole range of ways. There are many who would say, well, that's a good thing. you know. Uh, I run into well-meaning people everywhere who think there are simply too many of us, um, and that for the sake of the environment and our future living standards and for a whole lot of other things, it would. this is a very welcome trend. There are some downsides which you've highlighted, however, uh, there are reasons to be quite concerned about these demographic shifts.
2: Well, I wasn't one of the people who was uh, alarmed by the population explosion of the nineteen you know the late twentieth century, because even when I was a young student looking at this, I realized what was really driving it was a health explosion. And you know, if yeah. you're going to have a population problem, I'll take a health explosion any day, you know, just the improvement in life expectancy, reduction in disease. Uh, all of the good things that come with increased human survival, uh, I think that there, uh, I think there's a lot of scope, even in a shrinking and aging world, for maintaining and improving prosperity, uh, given the possibilities of improved health, given the possibilities of improved education of uh, having a good business climate and an intelligent approach towards uh, pragmatic uh, free market uh, economies and generating more knowledge. Uh, But there definitely are um, consequences to uh, population decline driven by
0: sub-replacement fertility. In other words, the problem, we've seen the problem, the problem is us we the people worldwide aren't having enough kids. We the people, I mean, God, this is a question of, it's not a question of whether or not God has given us the opportunity to be parents and to replace the population. We are the ones who through abortion and through personal autonomy choices that says, I don't wanna be a parent just yet, or this, that, and the other thing, now you find 40% of American women are single, 60% of American men, it's crazy. Some final thoughts on this depopulation bomb on the other side of this break as the bottom line continues.
3: Life insurance will never replace the person you love, but that money can help you get through life when it feels impossible. When your life insurance claim is denied while well, you're already dealing with so much, you need someone on your side. Stephanie Cover of Cover Law used to work for the insurance companies. She challenges and understands the way insurance companies think. Hire Stephanie to file a life insurance appeal while everything is still fresh in your mind. Don't let the insurance company get away with greedy behavior while you're in mourning. Stephanie Culver will do everything in her power to get you the financial protection which was promised to you as a beneficiary of the policy. The money from the life insurance proceeds can supplement your income so you can support yourself throughout the process of bereavement. Save Stephanie's number or call her now at 877-214-4935. That's 877-214-4935. Or you can fill out a contact form at kbrightradio.com slash coverlaw Stephanie Kover, she knows the other side.
0: If you get involved in an accident, the chances are that when you confront the person who hit you and them being completely honest... Uh, They aren't too good. But Stephanie Cover will keep everybody honest, and she'll do so in a godly, God-honoring, and legally knowledgeable way. Contact Stephanie for more information at 877-214-4935 today. Welcome back to The Bottom Line Show. I'm Roger Marsh. Uh, Still taking your calls for those tickets for the comedy show at uh, at St. Patrick's Day evening, uh, 800-227-5278, 800-227-5278. 800-227-5278 is the number to get you through to the bottom line. That's a singles event sponsored by the Adult Singles Ministry, Murrieta at Crosspoint Church in Temecula. Three great comedians, all the food you can handle, free parking because you can park your car in their parking lot. And these are $40.00 per person at the door, but we've got four pair to give away today, 800-227-5278 here on Everyone Wednesday. One final clip to share with you. This is a former Deputy Prime Minister of Australia, John Anderson, talking with Dr. Nicholas Everhart from the American Enterprise Institute about the depopulation bomb and the fact that we are facing a world population crisis in just a few decades. Uh, Let's get into cut number four, Joel, if you would.
2: For one thing, the, what I was trained to think of as a population pyramid with lots of kids on the bottom and few elderly people on the top kind of flips over. And uh, unless you do some very um, uh, adroit things with social policy, uh, you have the risk of having a sort of a Ponzi scheme going where you have a chain letter that can never uh, that can never do a pay-as-you-go for supporting an elderly population. Um, for another thing, unless you really make uh, lifelong learning a practice rather than a you know a, uh, a slogan people occasionally spout, um, it's going to be very difficult to train and skill a gray labor force. Uh, but I think that really the most um, the most important phenomenon to bear in mind when you have, a, when you have uh, generations upon generations of uh, sub-replacement fertility is that you have a revolution in the family where many, many people um, in practical terms end up childless, end up not married or never married, and the human bonds that have been our social glue more or less forever start to become undone and this takes us into a kind of a terra incognita uh, which uh, gets us beyond the troubles that we can see with the head count gets us into kind of the basic glue of society and questions about meaning and human existence
0: fascinating insights there from dr nicholas eberhardt the henry went chair for world economy at the american enterprise institute he was a guest on the uh, podcast hosted by former australian deputy prime minister john anderson talking about the depopulation bomb there's more to that conversation that we've got the youtube clip up at thebottomlineshow.com but the bottom line is god gave us the instruction the command to be fruitful and multiply in every area of life but especially when it comes to having children And this is a time right now for the church to shine, because otherwise it could be the end of humanity as we know it. Be fruitful and multiply, not because it feels good. It's tough being a parent. I know it. My wife knows it. We, anyone who's ever raised kids knows it. But at the end of the day, it's well worth it. And children are a heritage from the Lord. I encourage you to consider that for your life or for the lives of those young people in your world who are of childbearing age and are wondering whether or not they should do this. On the other side of this break, Dr. Don Colbert joins us once again. We're gonna talk about brain health and how to stop dementia and Alzheimer's. That's coming up next as The Bottom Line continues.
4: You know, I just finished a meeting in Africa with a group of guys. And I said to them, here's the deal. They wanna know how things are going in the United States. Hey, I'm not gonna lie to you, things are crummy. But I said, what you do every day is you get up every day, gentlemen, and you realize that none of this matters. God is in control. And if you believe that, then it, it's all downhill. And and I said to them, I said, so as we struggle here with the things that we're planning to do here in Africa, it's exciting to see all the things that you guys want to do and the plans you're making. Just know that God is in charge. And so, and the bad things that are happening in the United States, God is going to work all of them to good, Romans eight twenty eight. That's the only solution is just go back every day to Jesus and ask him, for guidance in what you're supposed to be doing.
0: Amen and amen. Dennis
4: Wilson, Wilson Financial
0: Services, 800-696-9970, 800-696-9970, or go to kbrightradio.com forward slash Wilson Financial. Wilson Financial Services, for simply better alternatives. Well, today on The Bottom Line, we're going to venture into some new territory medically. Uh, Health-wise, it may seem as though you're hearing reports more and more of someone like the actor Bruce Willis, you know, all of a sudden having dementia at a seemingly relatively uh, young age. And more and more people seem to be being impacted by Alzheimer's disease and things of that nature. Is it possible to stop memory loss and possibly even reduce the risk and reverse it altogether? Joining me today on The Bottom Line Show is a a well-known medical professional who has taken some uh, new steps toward Helping reverse this whole issue, Dr. Don Colbert is a board-certified family practice doctor for over 35 years in Orlando, Florida, and also in Dallas, Texas. Uh, He is board-certified in anti-aging medicine through the American Academy of Anti-Aging Medicine, has received extensive training in nutritional and preventive medicine, the author of three New York Times best-selling books, and his latest book just came out. And I think it's going to be a game changer for a lot of people who are wrestling with this new phenomenon. The book is called Dr. Colbert's Healthy Brain Zone, Reverse Memory Loss and Reduce Your Risk of Dementia and Alzheimer's. We have a li- link for the book up at show.com. Dr. Don Colbert, welcome back to The Bottom Line Show. Well,
5: great. Thank you. It's great being here.
0: Am I imagining that I'm seeing this more in the headlines of an actor or an actress or a politician or hearing from friends that it seems like more and more people these days are even either being diagnosed with dementia or Alzheimer's, and it's very aggressive. Is that accurate?
5: Absolutely. And just mm. this past week, Bruce Willis was diagnosed with a rare form of dementia called mm-hmm. frontotemporal or Pick's disease, dementia, which generally uh, affects the personality before it affects the memory. But it works, it is, a, it is four key forms of dementia. The most common by far is Alzheimer's, mm-hmm. which is about 70% of dementia. And then there's lily body dementia, which affects mostly Parkinson's. Then there's vascular dementia, which is caused, caused usually from strokes and TIAs and plaque in the brain. And then the rarest form is the uh, frontotemporal dementia or the Pick's disease that
0: Bruce Willis has. Hmm. It's amazing to hear this. I know my personal story uh, involved with this involved a a programmer here at our uh, bottom line show affiliate KBRT in Southern California, Norm Nelson, who is the host of Compassion Radio, a longtime broadcaster. He and his dad, Wilbur, had been legends here in the Southern California area. And Norm was this big, strapping, strong guy, big old booming voice, traveled internationally. And then all of a sudden he started kind of disappearing from the daily radio program and within six months he was home with the Lord and the diagnosis was a very aggressive form of dementia. It sounds like what you're describing Dr. Don Colbert.
5: Well again we're seeing more and more dementia but it's, uh, dementia is simply following the obesity and the diabetes epidemic and the pre-diabetes epidemic. So mm-hmm. we have an epidemic of especially obesity over 40 percent of Americans are now obese Wow, and uh, over forty percent of Americans have either pre-diabetes or diabetes. Well, they've mm. signed up for dementia, and the stats show that in the next thirty years, dementia is predicted to triple just here in the U.S. because nice. it's following these epidemics. I personally think it's going to be even greater than triple. I think it's Incredible. going to quadruple at least. Okay, so again, it's it's very simple because dementia follows inflammation in the brain, mm. and so some of the uh, the most inflammatory one of the most inflammatory mediators in the body is crp c-reactive protein from having a big belly Mm
2: -hmm. when
5: you have a big belly you have just unleashed uh tremendous inflammation in your body and in your brain and so when you go to your doctor see every patient i see i check their hs or high sensitive c-reactive protein if that's greater than one, they're inflamed. Now, most obese people, it's over eight or 10. Mm. So they are very inflamed. And most doctors don't check that. But you need your HSCRP level check because most all uh, Alzheimer's has an inflammatory component. Most all dementias has an inflammatory component. Mm. There are also a gluco- glucose component from either prediabetes or diabetes the brain literally ages rapidly due to high sugar intake. The more sugar we take in, it's aging our brain and is causing our brains to become insulin resistant where they, the brain cells don't take up glu, uh, glucose or sugar af- effectively. And that's the main fuel for the brain. Mm. The, one of the greatest reasons why so many people develop dementia, it's all of these together. But one of the greatest is at age 50, if something strange happens to pretty much every man and woman, Our hormones take a nosedive, and those hormones take a nosedive, especially testosterone in men and estrogen in women. Then that's when the brain literally loses these powerful hormones that are brain protective, and that's when we see, especially those with genetic Alzheimer's or people with a positive gene APOE4, start to demonstrate the confusion or the wandering or the memory loss or the word finding loss that occurs. It's around 50. The menopause, they say, oh, it's just menopause. No, the brain's lacking the most powerful nutrient hormone for the female brain, estrogen. Mm-hmm. So again, those are critically important. So again, I go through all the major factors that cause it and tell them how simple it is, show them how simple it is with the key diet first. The diet's critical, and that's a simple either keto diet, healthy keto diet, mm-hmm. which I go in detail about, and I'm ninety. 9% of keto diets are unhealthy with slabs of bacon and steaks and butter and cheese and pizza without the you know without the uh, bread crust with uh, cauliflower crust, all of these bad fats and all of this meat. And uh, that's the unhealthy keto diet. The best way to reverse insulin resistance of the brain is the healthy keto diet that i discussed with lots of healthy chicken, turkey, fish, and uh, range-fed or grass-fed beef in moderation, as well as lots of veggies, fiber, very low carbs, no starches or minimal starches, and then lots of healthy fat like olive oil, olive oil, olive oil, avocado, (laughs) nuts and seeds. Mm -hmm. And so it's so simple, but your diet becomes your medicine. Literally, let your food be your medicine. That's the first thing. I love that. So again, I have so many ways to turn on uh, the brain. One of the most common causes of memory loss is sleep apnea. Mm. The brain's starving for oxygen. And so many of my patients, they come in and they, I look at the back of their throat, their palate's sagging. And I said, oh, do you snore at night? Yeah, I snore like crazy. Well, uh, this, I asked the spouse, does your husband or wife, do they stop breathing? What, yeah, they stop for 10 seconds. And then they gasp for air. Will you wake up? you wake up and your mouth's real dry? Well, yes, every night. Well, those mm-hmm. people generally have sleep apnea, and they are not getting oxygen to their brain at night. Their brain is starving for oxygen. So I do a sleep study at home, like a SNAP diagnostic sleep study. And then I put them on oxygen. I have them lose about 25 or more pounds to get the weight off. It's usually a weight issue. Once the weight goes down to the, a normal weight, many times their breathing corrects and their oxygenation correct. So again, there's so many simple things that we can do instead of, uh, you know, so many doctors just go right to the meds and they put them on memenda or they put them on Aricept, one of these cholinesterase inhibitor meds with side effects, and they don't look at the simple answers, and we have so many simple answers that work.
0: And this is, Well, this is such an incredible conversation. We're having Dr. Don Colbert today here on The Bottom Line. I'm Roger Marsh. Dr. Colbert's brand new book, deals with this issue of how do you go after the dementia and Alzheimer's that has become an epidemic and has probably impacted your family. The book is called Dr. Colbert's Healthy Brain Zone, Reverse Memory Loss and Reduce Your Risk of Dementia and Alzheimer's. We have a link for the book up at thebottomlineshow.com. We're going to take a quick break here. And when we come back, we're going to talk about the, the plan. I mean, what's the battle strategy? I mean, we've been talking about some of the reasons why people are dealing with this, but there's got to be a solution. Unfortunately, Dr. Colbert's not going to leave us stuck on this cul-de-sac. <laughs> here. We're, he's got some solutions for us. We'll talk yeah. about him on the other side of this break as The Bottom Line continues. Dr. Don Colbert is my guest today here on The Bottom Line. I'm Roger Marsh. Dr. Colbert, the, num- the author of numerous books on healthy eating and not just, you know, fad diets and things like that, but I mean, how you really restore your body to good biblical health. The book is called, the new one, is called Dr. Colbert's Healthy Brain Zone, Reverse Memory Loss and Reduce Your Risk of Dementia and Alzheimer's. We have a link for the book up at the thebottomlineshow.com. If you want to hear some of the reasons that Dr. Colbert was mentioning them in part one of our conversation, I encourage you to go back to thebottomlineshow.com, go to Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, Stitcher, wherever we are podcasting here, or you can go back to myhopenow.com and just kind of scroll forward and uh, you can hear what, or scroll backward actually to hear and see Dr. Colbert explain what the problems are. Uh, that inflammation issue is, it's huge and uh, literally and figuratively. But one of the things you talk about, you do offer in this brand new book, a healthy brain zone plan. And without having you go into great detail, because there are a number of steps that go into it, Pick some of the highlights as to someone who says, OK, wow, I realize I've got that COVID gut. You know, I've, I've seen the inflammation happen in my own body. I need to make some changes. But Dr. Colbert, I'm not quite sure where to start because I've dieted before and lost weight. And then I found it again and I lose it and I find it again. How do we make this a lifestyle pattern change as opposed to just, you know, a, a stopgap solution?
5: Very good question. First of all, if anyone's having memory loss, we determine, is it there a major genetic component? This is critical. These are the people that develop Alzheimer's in their late 40s, 50s, or early 60s. And it's critical we find out if you have the Alzheimer's gene. You need to get an APOE gene test. I, I do it every day here in my practice. I've already done it like three or four times today. And the second is the homocysteine level. These are perhaps two of the most important tests you can do. And if you have the Alzheimer's gene APOE4, either single or double copy, you have the Alzheimer's gene, but it doesn't mean you're going to get Alzheimer's. I've got a single copy, but I don't have Alzheimer's, okay? I'm not Uh gonna ever get Alzheimer's. But let me tell you that that's critical because we have ways to manipulate that gene. I have a whole section in the book that tells you how to do it. And uh, the biggest thing is avoiding alcohol. The thing that pushes the brain toward Alzheimer's, if you have the gene, is mainly even just one drink a day. So you got to give hmm. that all up. You've got to protect your brain from trauma. Trauma activates that gene and pushes you toward Alzheimer's very rapidly. And you have to follow a low-sugar diet, a ketogenic or a healthy Mediterranean, the best is ketogenic diet. Now, the other thing really important is homocysteine. Very few doctors check for this. Every person with memory loss, I check for this. Homocysteine is a toxic amino acid that we all produce, but it causes degeneration of the brain and inflammation of the brain if it's over 10. Now the normal level would be zero to 13.3, or excuse me, 13.2, and some labs have it zero to 19.2. Remember, Mm -hmm. if it's over 10, your brain is inflamed and is in a degenerating state. You gotta get it below 10. But if you have the Alzheimer's gene, You got to get it below seven because it even hurts the person with the gene, the Alzheimer's gene, even more. So those tests are very important. Now to prevent reverse, I've already seen two patients today that had early Alzheimer's. We've already put one on a program. She uh, She had early Alzheimer's. Hers is reversed now. Her memory is much better than her husband. Her husband can't believe it. He came in today. They're from Washington State. I'm here in Dallas. And they said, I, I want my brain as good as my body. <laughs> I said, well, let's do it. Let's put you on the program. Now, the other lady was just actually, uh, just been diagnosed with early Alzheimer's. Mm. She's a 74-year-old lady. But again, I'm determined I'm doing all the testing and her homocysteine was good. I'm checking her out four gene. So I've done the testing. Her hormones are good. But again, it's nutrients for the brain and it's diet. She's a sugar lover. Sugar mm. and Alzheimer's. In. And I said, well, what do you have in? For breakfast, oh, coffee and eggs. Well, what do you put in your coffee? A biscotti biscuit that's mm-hmm. full of sugar and hydrogenated fats is actually pushing your brain toward Alzheimer's. And she loves ice cream every night, and she loves cookies every night before she goes to bed. She's blender, she can get away with it, but her sugar's high. She's pre-diabetic, and she's giving, she's making her brain insulin resistant, and that hydrogenated fats are damaging her brain. So I'm taking her off of that. So again, think number one, inflammatory inflammation. You got to get the inflammation down. You got to get the hsCRP down, the marker. And I check this all the time. I lower it through fish oil. I lower it through nutrients that lower homocysteine. Active forms of uh, folic acid, methyl tetrahydrofolate, or active forms of B twelve, methylcobalamin, trimethylglycine. All of those work to lower it. If you can't remember that, remember my supplement, Brain Zone Basic.
4: They
5: two mm. twice a day. It lowers homocysteine. Now also to lower sugar, remember that oh, and for inflammation, one of the caveat, if you have chronic inflammation, like you mentioned, COVID brain, mm-hmm. chronic inflammation, chronic infection, chronic herpes labialis or cold sores in your lips, that's associated with Alzheimer's due to high CRP. Really? Causes your body to produce beta amyloid. It's all connected. So we have to get those, uh, those infections controlled with natural means. Cold sore is real simple. We use L-lysine, five 500 milligrams, two twice a day. Uh, COVID, real simple. We've got long COVID. A lot of people come in with uh, brain tr- uh, brain fog and memory. Mm-hmm, yeah, long COVID. Long COVID. We, cut, we clear that easily with usually naltrexone. We work them up to 4.5 milligrams of naltrexone, low-dose naltrexone at bedtime, and boom, most of that brain fog goes away within three to six months. Mm. Absolutely amazing, along with good fats for the brain. We yeah. put the DHA. It's really good to restore those synapses of the brain. Uh, the the second cause was pre diabetes or diabetes or insulin resistance of the brain. The key, healthy keto diet in my book, Beyond Keto, addresses that and reverses it along with supplements. Uh, there's a few key supplements that help that tremendously, like chromium. You can get chromium 400 micrograms twice a day. It's dirt cheap. Uh, Alpha lipoic acid, 300 milligrams twice a day. It's dirt cheap. You can get them on. Uh, Amazon or one of those websites for pennies on the dollar and you take one twice a day of that, lower sugar usually to normal. The third major cause uh, is hormones. Hormones, hormones. I check everyone's hormones. I check the men's testosterone. I check the women's estrogen. Even men need estradiol. But they need a range between 20 and and, uh, 30 is ideal. I keep mine around 20 to 30 and I have to take uh, injectable testosterone 0.4 ML, uh, Mls, which is around uh, 80 milligrams, I am once a week. It keeps my ideal mm. not high, not low. It keeps me in the sweet spot around 750. Mm-hmm. It protects your brain by boosting brain-derived neurotrophic factor. And my women, I love testosterone to keep their levels around again 50 to 150, sometimes a little higher. I'm real cautious with estrogen because we see so much breast cancer. Those women mm, yeah. need to get mammograms, and I try and keep them in a sweet spot, but not, I not want to push it too high and uh, because we don't want to deal, have to deal with breast cancer. DHEA mm. and pregnenolone are real good for men and women. They're cheap. Uh, DHEA uh, micronized is 10 milligrams a day for women, and for men, 25 milligrams a day. Real cheap. Pregnenolone. 50 milligrams for a man and 50 milligrams in the morning for a woman. That's it. Really expensive. Vitamin D is your most important nutrient for your brain. It turns on over 900 genes. Wow. (laughs) Repair synapses in the brain. The stuff is amazing, but your level needs to be 50 to 100. I check everyone's blood test for for vitamin D3. And again, everyone needs to know vitamin D. That's your most important nutrient you can take. And then, real important are these. When, when our hormones go, our nutrients go, these brain nutrients, brain-derived neurotrophic factor, nerve growth factor, are real important for regenerating the brain. You see, the brain has plasticity. We can regrow synapses, regrow axons, dendrites, and start to repair and restore brain cells if we give them the right nutrients. Well, some things that do that are intermittent fasting, exercise, testosterone in men, estrog- estradiol in women helps to secrete those powerful nerve growth factor, brain-derived neurotrophic mm-hmm. factor, mm-hmm. as well as um, sleeping on your side is really important for regenerating the brain. But also, we have nutrients that do that, such as 78 uh, 8 co- whole coffee fruit extract, as well as lion's mane mushroom, and a lot of these I put in my supplements, Brains On Advanced, to take, take so that you can make it simple for everyone, and you simply take two twice a day. So again, that starts to literally supply the raw materials and these powerful growth factors, which help the brain restore. And we've helped a lot of people with uh, early dementia, age associated memory impairment, early and middle stage dementia. Once they get to severe, it's much harder. Then mm-hmm. we have to pull out all our hormones to get them up to the optimized state in order to do it but we have tremendous success with this
0: well it sure sounds like it dr don colbert is my guest today here on the bottom line the book is called Dr. Colbert's Healthy Brain Zone, Reverse Memory Loss and Reduce Your Risk of Dementia and Alzheimer's. We have a link for the book up at thebottomlineshow.com. Dr. Colbert, there's got about 90 seconds left in our conversation here, and and I, I appreciate your enthusiasm and also the way you're demonstrating how good health can keep you punching you know, way above your weight for many, many years to come. Talk to the person who suspects they might be in this zone. Maybe they've never checked it before. They've never taken right. this kind of brain zone analysis. What in yeah. 90 seconds can you recommend they do as far as first steps
5: well the first steps i would do is go online and you go to mocha like cafe mocha you know the chocolate coffee but it's Mm -hmm. mocha test.org and it's the montreal cognitive assessment exam take the test like three tests 30 around 30 questions it'll tell you if you have a problem going on first we need to know if you have a problem and then what i recommend you do read my book the brain zone and start implementing the natural things, the supplement program and the diet and the exercises and the fasting, intermittent fasting is amazing for the brain, Mm -hmm. and we can simply start doing this, but please get the two tests, the homocysteine level and the ApoE gene test, because your doctors don't do that. And those are absolutely critical. And then I have other tests I recommend, other tests real important is HB1C, as well as fasting insulin levels, as well as HSCRP, these are all show us the main triggers and causes of Alzheimer's disease. The most common being inflammation of the brain, too much sugar in the brain, also trophic factors and hormones in the brain. And those are the key factors we see. There's other causes, but those are the most common.
0: That's great a uh, great concept to follow. It's great advice from Dr. Don Colbert and very grateful for the way that uh, it's amazing how when you have somebody who can point you in the right direction toward helping your body heal itself, it's amazing what God has done and given us these opportunities and Understanding that if you're eating a lot of processed foods and you've been in, uh, subjected to things in this environment and pandemics and this, that, and the other thing, there is going to be some wear and tear, some damage done, but there is hope. Dr. Don Coleman. And don't says, forget to do
5: your sleep study because so many people with early yes. Alzheimer's have sleep apnea, easy to fix. Just brain well oxygenated fixes it.
0: Good point. Dr. Don Colbert, The Dr. Colbert's Healthy Brain Zone book is up at TheBottomLineShow.com, Reverse Memory Loss and Reduce Your Risk of Dementia and Alzheimer's. It's at TheBottomLineShow.com. Dr. Don Colbert, always a pleasure. Thanks for being with us today here on The Bottom Line. Thank you. Appreciate it. Enjoyed it. Anytime. Thanks. What a great resource and what a great conversation, too. My thanks to Dr. Don Colbert for joining us today here on The Bottom Line. The book is called Dr. Colbert's Healthy Brain Zone, Reverse Memory Loss and Reduce Your Risk of Dementia and Alzheimer's. There's a link for the book up at thebottomlineshow.com. And we have a copy of the book that we're giving away right now. Of course, today is Everyone Wednesday. And so you know what that means. It means everyone's going to win something. 800-227-5278. 800-227-5278. 800-227-5278 is the number to get you through to the bottom line. You know, I love Dr. Colbert's approach here because, quite frankly, I think too many people have bought into the lie that even something like dementia or Alzheimer's or Parkinson's disease are irreparable. You know, once you get it, you just try to manage it and move on. This book will help change the way you think about it through diet and exercise and things of that nature. Again, Dr. Colbert's Healthy Brain Zone, Reverse Memory Loss and Reduce Your Risk of Dementia and Alzheimer's is up at TheBottomLineShow.com. We're giving away a copy right now here on Everyone Wednesday, 800-227-5278, 800-227-5278, 800-227-5278 is the number to get you through to the bottom line. My thanks again to Dr. Don Colbert for joining me today here on The Bottom Line to talk about his healthy brain zone how you can reverse memory loss and reduce your risk of dementia and Alzheimer's, making some adjustments to your diet and your exercise. And these things are reparable in many cases. Uh, The book Healthy Brain Zone is up at TheBottomLineShow.com. Today's Everyone Wednesday, but we do have a copy of the book that we're giving away as part of the prizes that we're giving away as well. 800-227-5278, 800-227-5278. 800-227-5278 is the number to get you through to the bottom line. You know, it's amazing to me, and this is something that I've learned as I've gotten older. I'm, you know, getting all nostalgic here because coming up actually this Sunday, March the 12th, will be the fifth anniversary of my open heart surgery. And uh, for those of you who have been been privileged to be the host of the Bottom Line show by myself for the past 10 years, but as part of a team, uh, our anniversary date is uh, September 19th will mark 12 years of being on the air with this program. That was such an eye-opener for me on so many different levels because I did experience, I had a uh, a bout with sepsis back in January of 2017 and it happened, I had a sinus infection and it wound up jumping the tracks, getting into my whole bloodstream as sepsis and winding me up in the hospital for about five days on a pretty massive uh, cocktail of antibiotics. It was frustrating just to be lying there and feeling just so lethargic and you know, unkempt and that type of stuff. And then I was released and I spent the next six weeks just kind of being wiped out and just, you know, not feeling 100%. About four months later, I wound up uh, experiencing another attack, if you will, uh, that was heart-related. And um, it wasn't until October of 2017 that we were actually applying for uh, uh, CD alternatives with Dennis Wilson, Wilson Financial. And you have to take a physical for those. And I wound up failing the physical. They said, you have an irregular heartbeat. Well, I'd always been told I had an irregular heartbeat, but I didn't realize the reason why was I had a bicuspid aortic valve. Most people have tricuspid. Two percent of the population is bicuspid. just means it has to work twice as hard to get the oxygenated blood through your valve in the system many people live full and productive lives my dad was 85 when he had his valve replaced and didn't have a problem but here i was 56 and staring down the barrel of open heart surgery or possibly cardiac arrest that could have been fatal i was 56 years old and i learned a lot about food i learned a lot about the body i have a daughter pursuing a phd in biokinesiology and she's doing her whole issue on uh digestion, health, food, and Parkinson's disease, which is part of what Dr. Colbert was talking about. But it just, it, it really boggles my mind to see how God has made um, parts of our body that can actually repair themselves, like the regenerative process of the liver and stem cells and things like that, adult stem cells, not embryonic. But then other things too that we've been able to uh, use in our bodies to keep us healthier. I mean, I, I'm running on an artificial valve, that was made you know, from material, it's a bovine valve, so it's basically have a cow heart. And um, also have a big strand of Dacron is replacing my ascending a, a part of the aorta where the blood goes back in the system. It's truly remarkable what can happen. But all of which I say to you is when you get a diagnosis, the culture says, let's treat the symptoms. True health and true healing is available for those who are looking for a cure. And ultimately, it's the same way with sin. The culture wants to kind of minimize it, gloss over it, numb the pain of of sin. But Jesus Christ offers pure redemption and full and complete healing from our sin. That gift is available to all who will profess with their mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in their hearts that God raised him from the dead. If that is your process, you will be saved, and that is the good news and the bottom line. For our KCBC crowd, enjoy the rest of your day. Uh, Rabbi Schneider, Discovering the Jewish Jesus, is coming your way next. For those who remain on the network, we've got more on this topic of uh, uh, brain health and why it is so important for us to take care of what's going on, especially when you see the world around us and you see the kinds of things that people are gathered around and worshiping. We're going to talk about an event called SatanCon. Coming up next, as the bottom line continues. Well, welcome back to this everyone Wednesday here on the Bottom Line Show. I'm Roger Marsh, and uh, thank you, you for calling in today uh, at 800-227-5278. The uh, book by Dr. Don Colbert is a—it's uh, a real game changer for people who are facing this uh, season of, you know, brain activity that changes. And uh, there's a lot of stuff that uh, uh, th- that's been happening in the culture right now that uh, I'm very, very mindful of. Um, I think in terms of, uh, you know, what's happening with us economically and also emotionally, um, there's a couple of different uh, things that came to mind recently that I wanted to share with you here, do a little analysis, balance, and clarity, because you might be asking the question. If the world is going so, you know, hell in a handbag type of thing right now, how do we really know that this is really happening, and how do we really know that uh, maybe it's just people telling us things are wrong let me take for example on tomorrow's edition of the national crawford roundtable podcast which is now up at uh, apple podcast stitcher tune in spotify all the places where you can get the national crawford roundtable podcast and i believe if josh was able to get the video together you know we do a video version of this as well we all have gopros in our respective studios and then we have green screens so you know you know when you look at john or neil or whatever uh, well, heck, Neil's homeless for the next couple of weeks because WDCX is actually moving studios. And uh, so I think he's working for his home studio the next couple of weeks. So we put up the green screen and they put a little background behind us and makes it look like, you know, I'm in downtown LA with the skyline or whatever. Because quite frankly, the runway at John Wayne Airport, which is right across from the Cape Wright Studios, is pretty boring. I mean, there's a, it's, it's not much to look at at all. Anyway, but we spent quite a bit of time um, on the podcast that posted earlier today, discussing the uncertainties of the world. And one of the re- things that we circle back around to just about every week, is the fact that a lot of people are, are uncertain about what's happening in the world, simply because they're not being told the truth about what's happening in the world. I mean, and the example that we use, we spent the entire hour talking about this, was the January 6th hearings um, on what happened January 6th, 2021. Um, the day that the election of 2020 was to be certified, and the day that uh, a number of several hundred people, if not several thousand people, literally stormed into the Capitol building because they wanted to meet with their congresspeople, they wanted to meet with their senators, and basically ask why the election wasn't being delayed. Now, to be fair, John Eastman came on this program here. He was one of President Trump's attorneys. And John explained a, a memorandum that he had sent to the Trump team that uh, explained the possibilities of what could be potentially done to challenge and dispute the election. But uh, this is, if you've ever had a kid tell you this, my daughter Emily, master's in education, school teacher for nine, I think she's in her ninth or 10th year now of doing this. But when she was in high school, she was this kid. i am be driving her to school. It's finals week. Am, uh, do you have any finals today? Yes, I do. How do you think you'll do? Well, um, I have a chance of getting an A in this class. Okay, well, what do you need? Well, I need a 106 on the final. How many points is the final worth? Well, 100, but they always offer some extra credit. So basically, you're telling me that if you get every answer correct and you get extra credit, then you might squeeze an A out of this class. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it. Now, she was 15. You know, of course, kids do that all the time. But in all honesty, if you want to look at the way the election results were tabulated, the way they have to be reported by the states so as not to federalize elections, then basically the John Eastman plan that he laid out for President Trump's legal team was like that, okay? It was, if there were challenges in the electoral commissions, if there were about a handful of states, maybe half dozen, who said that they were challenging the election results because, or they wanted to, because of irregularities in election laws, and it turns out there were over 300 election laws that were changed, many of them illegally, done by the Secretary of State or the Attorney General or by the state Supreme Court. You know, I mean, th- things that, that really no one had a, a leg to stand on to do so. It was up to the state election delegates in each respective state or, in the case of Pennsylvania, commonwealth. For them to challenge those immediately, they had within like two weeks after the election to challenge those and to write to Congress and say, look, we are going to formally challenge these delegates that are coming to vote in favor of Joe Biden in those cases, because we think there were irregularities that might have cheated President Trump out of winning the election. Because they did not do that, Mike Pence's hands were pretty much tied. There was not a whole lot he as vice president and president of the Senate could do on that day. And, and if you look at the John Eastman memoranda, which I believe we put up at thebottomlineshow.com, it was a year ago we had him on the show, he basically said as much. So the idea that there were people who went to Capitol Hill thinking we can overturn the election... I, you know, I, I hate to say it, but it was probably very misguided on their part. And quite frankly, the then president of the United States did very little to dissuade them. Now, did he incite a riot and start an insurrection? I think that's a stretch. But nonetheless, we have a chance to kind of suss all of this, this out uh, on the um, the National Crawford Roundtable podcast, which uh, airs tomorrow on terrestrial radio. It's uh, up today on uh, our, our podcast sites. And by the end of the week, you'll have the video version. Um, but there may be a part in the second half where the host of the bottom line show went off a little bit on a similar rant. Like, yeah, maybe. I don't know. You might you might have to take a look for yourselves. Of course, one of our newest sponsors of National Crawford Roundtable podcast is Dennis Wilson of Wilson Financial Advisors. And I love uh, being able to work Dennis's wisdom into each podcast now, each and every day, and give people all across the country a chance to hear the types of things he's saying because of the story I'm about to share with you. There's a group called Wallet Hub that I follow, and they take a look at, they do surveys and things of that nature, uh, prim- primarily on economic issues. And they'll tell you the ten. Best cities for this, the 10 worst cities for that, et cetera, et cetera. But one of the things that, uh, you know, the president of the United States now is currently saying, well, we have uh, the, my predecessor added $3 trillion in debt to the national debt, and, and I'm going to reduce it. Now, every president plays this game, okay? Here's the game they play there's a debt, which is the running total of debt that we have in the nation, and then there's a deficit, which is referring to every annual budget. So if the government has a a budget of a trillion dollars a year. It's more than that, but let's just say it's a trillion dollars. And they wind up going over, then we'll say, we have a deficit of, say, uh, w- we went over by uh, 0.1 trillion or a billion dollars. Okay, so now we've had a budget of 1.1 $1. 1 trillion, we showed up at 1.1 $1. 1 trillion, we now have a budget deficit. At the same time, if they tell the American people, we're going to spend a trillion dollars a year, and they only spend 900 billion, then we now have a $100 billion surplus. Now, we don't have a surplus. I mean, they're going into debt every day to pay the bills, so there is no surplus, okay? But the reality is that's the way it gets spun, and most people think, oh, we spent less than we budgeted. We have a surplus. We have extra money lying around. You'd be amazed during the Bill Clinton years how many people honestly believe that Bill Clinton left piles and piles of cash in the congressional coffers for George W. Bush, who then lit it all on fire by going to war in Iraq. The United States had a federal debt of $5 trillion when Bill Clinton took office. Bill Clinton benefited from some massive cuts in government spending to show that he had budget deficits uh, that were erased and budget surpluses every year. I mean, when you close a military installation, you're going to save a ton of money by doing so. Bill Clinton benefited from that. It was all political gamesmanship. It was all accounting and semantics and things of that nature. The one thing that you can say about the Clinton administration is because they did the welfare to workfare uh, bipartisan agreement with Newt Gingrich and the uh, House of Representatives, uh, more people got off of welfare during that time because basically welfare was taken away from them. I mean, it's really very simple. If you say, hey, you're going to get this forever, people are going to take it forever. If you say, hey, you're going to get it for six months, then after six months, people start looking for work. It's funny how that works. But the Clinton administration does have the distinction of being one of the few presidential administrations that did not add to the federal debt. And they did have budget surpluses. But understanding that if you thought you were going to lose a trillion dollars and you only lost $900 billion, we were going into debt and adding to the federal debt to increase to, or decrease the federal deficit for the budgeting. If your household worked like that, you could say the same thing these governors do. But you and I both know how real life works financially, don't we? We know that if you make $1,000 a week at your job, and you have bills of $995 a week to pay, you don't have a whole lot of surplus. And that one week where it goes over 1000 now you're hurting. But during the pandemic, which we are marking the third anniversary of coming up soon, a lot of people found their financial fortunes actually improved. People who were in the lower end of the wage scale wound up getting furloughed, so they qualified for unemployment. And then the federal government kicked in like $600 extra per week, which meant that a lot of folks who were making, you know, $30,000, $40,000, $50,000 a year to work were actually making more money to not work. It kind of kept the economy going for a while, but, you know, and then there were the, uh, the stimulus checks that went out and how many young families took the stimulus check and invested in real estate, hopefully a lot, and how many of them took their families to Disney World. I mean, that, that happened too, but then the federal money started slowing down, and in 2022, people had to start relying on, well, money. Again, money that they actually earned as opposed to they are getting from the government. The People's Republic of California is one classic example where you have uh, Governor Newsom coming in and saying, Hey, you know what? Uh, we've got this massive budget surplus, and look how wonderful we are budget surplus, budget surplus. And then you look and you realize I, I was one of the first people to call this out and say, Wait, isn't that because of all the federal stimulus money you're getting, what happens when that money goes away? Well, that $50 billion budget surplus for 2021 became a $21 billion budget deficit in 2022. And the only difference really was the federal government handouts stopped. Well, how many people st- dug into their credit cards to make things better? And how many people of those who dug into their credit cards wound up finding themselves trying to use the credit cards so they could live in California. WalletHub has the cities, the 10 cities that had the smallest increase in credit card debt in 2022 and the cities with the biggest. And here's the thing about the cities with the biggest. Almost every single one of them are bottom line show listening audience. (laughs) Are you interested? I'll tell you why this is important. Coming up next as the bottom line continues. Welcome back to the Bottom Line Show. I'm Roger Marsh. It's Everyone Wednesday, so if you want something free that will cost you nothing, give Crystal a call right now at 800-227-5278. We have given away our allotment of Dr. Don Colbert's book, but if you want a prize very badly, we have lots of other prizes. Our ministry partners have been very, very generous with us from uh, through the Bible turning point in touch. I know we have some Charles Stanley devotional calendars and things of that nature. We've got a few movies left. Had a big uh, feeding frenzy last week on the movies. But uh, if you would like to win something, I think this goes in line. I don't want you to keep Piling up credit card debt to buy things that are edifying and entertaining. We have books too, lots of books, and we pay the postage. So 800 227 5278, 800 227 5278, 800 227 5278 is the number to get you through to the bottom line. Every time Dennis Wilson and I have this conversation, we talk about financial matters. Uh, we, We wind up talking about how many people are into retirement and they're hitting their credit cards, or they've still got a mortgage or they're doing a uh, home equity line of credit or something like that to try to make ends meet. And it, it's amazing that over the last 12 months, the number of people who have added to their credit card debt, largely because of the pandemic, ha- it's, it's astounding. The debt increase nationwide for credit card debt went up $180 billion the Fed is going to raise, uh, there's going to be a a rate increase expected for about two weeks from today. And when that rate increase happens, that means it's going to be more expensive uh, to borrow money. Uh, It's going to be more expensive to get a home loan. And it's going to add more credit card debt. As a matter of fact, the rate increase that's supposed to happen two weeks from today will cost people with credit card debt an extra $3.4 billion in interest alone. So you may be asking, where are the areas where people have, have been hit the hardest with the large debt increase? And I mentioned before the break that almost all of these markets are bottom line markets. Actually, if you go online and you listen on the app, on the Kay Bright app or the Crawford Media Group app, you can hear the bottom line show anywhere. And um, in all honesty of these town cities, I'm going to share with you eight of them we have active listenership in. Santa Clarita, California, check. San Bernardino, California, check. Glendale, California, check. Chula Vista, California, check. Moreno Valley, California, check. Riverside, California, check. Henderson, Nevada, check. And that's kind of weird because you'd think in Henderson with the no income tax for the state, that people would be hit by this, but New York, New York, check. We have a very faithful listening audience in New York who listen on their app, also in Kentucky and Wyoming and all over the place. The other two cities that uh, round things out, ironically, are in Florida, Pembroke Pines, Florida, and Port St. Lucie, Florida. Those are the areas, according to Wallet Hub, where cities have the most residents who've been been hit the hardest by uh, the inflation and hit the hardest by the pandemic. And so they have increased their credit card debt dramatically. Now, I mentioned Dennis Wilson, Wilson Financial Services, um, uh, uh, 800-696-9970. One of the things that Dennis specializes in, especially in your retirement years, is how to help you live as close to tax-free as possible, if not tax-free. If you live in Santa Clarita or San Bernardino or Glendale or Chula Vista, Marina Valley, Riverside, uh, even Henderson, uh, Nevada, Call Dennis Wilson at 800-696-9970 and schedule an appointment. Let him take a look at your life insurance, look at your investments, look at your Social Security, look at all of those situations, because the name of the game when you hit those retirement years is to make sure that you are paying as little in tax as possible, even avoiding tax altogether. And the last thing you also want to be doing, in addition to not paying tax, is paying interest on credit card debt. And uh, trust me, work with Dennis for, we're now into our second decade of working together. Dennis has been managing my parents' portfolio for the past six, seven years. He's been helping my sister longer than that. I heartily recommend you give Dennis a call because if you have been hitting credit cards hard, and chances are, if you live in these areas that I just mentioned and surrounding cities, especially here in the People's Republic of California, you are just getting hammered with Interest on your credit card debt, credit cards that you had to go to because of inflation, because of job loss, because of job disillusion, I mean, going away, the dislocation of a job. But it's amazing how, when we steward our money well and wisely, you find investments like the 3D money account, like 4D money, like the CD alternative that provides long term care benefits. provides better than health insurance or than life insurance rates for death benefits and things like that and Dennis has those alternatives has been putting them together for 54 years but the reality is when we see what's happening it's easy to kind of get frogged in the pot and get sucked into this where well I didn't think about it but I had to my lovely wife and I have a, a meeting it used to be monthly now it's weekly about financial stuff where we take a look back and say, gosh, we know what is coming in, and that mercifully hasn't changed a lot over the past couple of years, but we see what's going out, and we see how much more things cost, and, you know, why weren't we able to save as much here, and that type of stuff. A lot of families are doing that right now, but it's a, it's just fascinating to me the number of people who would you know, have that happen and it keeps happening. But once you get into your retirement years or if you're planning for retirement, you're trying to save and maybe you're not able to put away as much as you thought and that 401k become a 201k and it's a ticking tax time bomb for when you do actually pull the trigger on retirement. Man, I mean, these are things to think about. But Wallet Hub indicates that consumers racked up a record $180.3 billion in new credit card debt during 2022 and the Fed's rate hike that's supposed to be coming in two weeks from today is going to cost people with credit card debt another $3.4 billion, with a B, dollars over the next 12 months. I can't stress enough how important it is to make sure now, more than ever before, uh, your financial affairs are in order. And the way to get you on the road to tax-free income and tax-minimized uh, income and tax-deferred income is to call Wilson Financial Services at 800-696-9970, 800-696-9970. You know, one of the things that I, I really love about what's happening in the culture right now is more and more people are taking a look at what's really happening. I mentioned earlier this hour that we've got the um, the January six tapes have been released to Tucker Carlson and his team at Fox News. And again, Tucker Carlson's not a big fan of Donald Trump, but he's a fan of freedom of speech. He's a fan of the First Amendment and some of the revelations that have come out of his reporting simply based on the fact that uh, they actually took the time to look at the footage. It's amazing how when that footage is presented, people will look at it and they have one of two reactions. The first reaction I think was probably the most normal and natural, and that is, oh my goodness, I had no idea, no one told us something like this would have happened. In the case of uh, Tariq Johnson, the former Capitol Police officer, for example, who was the officer in charge of making sure that all the members of Congress, the Senate stayed safe, and when they heard, you know, there's people coming in, we've got to get these people to safety, uh, was not getting any Direction from the Capitol Police Officers and the Commanders. As he was in a crowd of, you know, the mob trying to get these people out, he said, you know, someone offered him a MAGA hat, he put it on to kind of blend in with the crowd so he wouldn't get, you know, beaten up because they were going after cops. And once a screenshot of him wearing the MAGA hat was presented to his superiors, he was forced to retire. He was forced to resign and ultimately retire twenty two years on the force, no pension. Had to give all of that up because it looked like he was part of the insurrection. So you have people who are looking at video and they're saying, I want to know the truth about what's going on. But other people who have been told this is what's on the video and they believe that what they've been told is the truth. What's the difference, and how can we, as Christians, be better stewards of that kind of truth? Let's talk about that on the other side of this break, because the bottom line continues.
4: You know, I just finished a meeting in Africa with a group of guys, and I said to them, "Here's the deal. They want to know how things are going in the United States. Hey, I'm not going to lie to you. Things are crummy." But I said, what you do every day is you get up every day, gentlemen, and you realize that none of this matters. God is in control. And if you believe that, then it, it's all downhill." And, and I said to them, I said, so as we struggle here with the things that we're planning to do here in Africa, it's exciting to see all the things that you guys want to do and the plans you're making. Just know that God is in charge. And so, and the bad things that are happening in the United States, God is going to work all of them to good, Romans eight twenty eight. That's the only solution is just go back every day to Jesus and ask him for guidance in what you're supposed to be doing. Amen
0: and amen. Dennis Wilson, Wilson Financial Services, 800-696-9970. 800-696-9970 or go to kbrightradio.com forward slash Wilson Financial. Wilson Financial Services, for simply better alternatives. Welcome back to the Bottom Line Show. I'm Roger Marsh on an Everyone Wins Got a few moments left to call Crystal at 800-227-5278 and win something, anything. We were talking about people piling up huge credit card debt since the since 10 of the cities that have the biggest increase in credit card debt uh, in america last year are in the bottom line show listening area everyone wednesday is way more important so now you don't have to buy a movie on demand or whatever you can give us a call and see what we have for free and we'll even ship it to you 800-227-5278 I was talking before the break about the january 6 tapes and tucker carlson and how this we're going to dig deeper into this uh, discussion tomorrow on the national crawford roundtable podcast uh, the podcast part is actually up right now at crawfordmediagroup.net and thebottomlineshow.com But I was thinking about how when people see the video of the January 6th uh, interviews and and the actual footage that was uh, uh, now been released to the public and how they're having a change of heart and a change of mind, it's the same type of thing that our friends at Preborn tell us happens all the time. An ultrasound machine is donated to a Preborn clinic here in California or in Colorado. And a woman comes in with a pregnancy that she did not plan on having. She thought she had taken precautions to make sure that she would not get pregnant. And then what happens? She sees that baby's image, that baby's ultrasound. Um, My uh, granddaughter, Zipporah, is celebrating her second birthday today. Lisa and I are the grandparents of four. And uh, our daughter, Taylor, and her husband, Christian, living in Texas now, uh, have two of those four. And today's Zipporah's birthday. And I remember both with Zipporah and her younger brother, Nazareth, it seemed like when they got found out they were pregnant, they were in between insurance seasons. There was a, a pregnancy resource clinic near their home, and they went and got ultrasounds there for free. We some of the first baby pictures we saw of both of those grandkids came as a result of free ultrasounds at pregnancy resource clinics that had someone had donated an ultrasound machine, and you got to see the baby. And when that baby is born. And you compare the kid today to the pictures, you can see those 4D images are spectacular. But it's amazing how many people on the left don't want to believe this is true. That's not really a baby. That's not that child. They, 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 they don't believe the images and the ultrasound are actually true. You and I know that when you make a donation to Preborn, that $28 donation makes it possible for the pregnancy test and the ultrasound and all the technical stuff that goes along with it. And 85% of the time, the women who see that ultrasound... Make a donation, or will they, they keep that child and your donation pays a huge dividend 85% of the time? I would ask you today if you would consider making a $56 donation to preborn before we wrap up, one for each of my grandkids that I met through those ultrasound yeah. images. Well, heck, we have four grandkids, so maybe you, can, you can do the math $112. Or how many grandkids do you have? Maybe that's a better way of doing it children or grandchildren? Take that total, add tw- multiply it by twenty eight dollars. If you have ten kids and grandkids like Lisa and I do, every time we make a donation to Preborn, it's two hundred eighty dollars. Eight three three eight five zero baby, eight three three eight five zero two 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 nine. Today is the day. Today is the day when we're talking about video of January sixth and what really happened. And now we're getting the truth. We can celebrate the video that we see in these ultrasounds images that tells us the truth each and every day please make a donation to Freeborn today. The governor of California has been mocking the pro-life industry by making this an abortion safe haven. Just because Roe versus Wade passed doesn't mean that the battle isn't over. It's actually getting more intense, but you can be a good steward of the resources God has for you. You can make sure that you are guarding and protecting that money and investing it wisely. That's what Jesus would have us do. And that's the bottom line.